Oh, you guys thought you could get rid of me? Mm -mm -mm. I'm back. This will be my first sailing yacht. Hard in a bit. Now these other chicks are gonna go for you because you're 20 years younger than back. Oh, shit. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Below Deck Sailing Yacht Edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-captain. It's the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? I have a feeling. Okay. You're doing better than most. What do you mean? I think you're doing pretty well right now. Am I? Yes. Why would you say that? I think you're probably the only person in America who enjoyed that Jurassic Park logo on screen <laughs> the entire episode. It was so good. I couldn't stand it. Why not? I mean, the entire episode? Give you it know, to me in the beginning. Give it to me the first. You know where we're going, right? I know we're going. <laughs> I'm thinking twice about it now that I had to be forced to look at that logo while I'm no. trying to focus on below deck. No, we waited too long. What for do you mean? G for GW. What do you mean we waited too long? Well, they announced it like a year ago. It's not my fault it hasn't come out sooner. <laughs> now I have to be forced to look at this logo while I'm trying to watch Below Deck? Please. Come on. All right. The OG Jurassic Park logo is fabulous. It's you have a t-shirt. It's not a bad logo. Well, this one is kind of modified, but, there's a time but it's not the OG. There's a time and a place. I get an integration, I get I get a collab, I get product placement, I get all of that. But to have the logo up, I think it was up probably 75% of the episode. They paid for it. Of course they paid so? for it. Of course they paid for it. I just think it's a little intrusive. It's I'm better be than the barefoot gross wine stays on the screen for most of the time. Really? I hate that wine. Oh, I didn't notice that. Barefoot. I, I saw the commercial for it. I didn't know there was a logo up. Yeah. Oh my God. Bravo. You're turning into NASCAR. Wait, that wasn't Bravo. That was Hulu. Oh, still, I was going to say, you're putting, putting logos everywhere. <laughs> no, I was Hulu. Pretty soon, the, the yacht crew's wardrobe, their uniforms will have logos on it, like NASCAR drivers. That would be not so fancy. Not so fancy. We're getting there. <laughs> We're sponsoring everything. We're not sponsoring anything, but. <laughs> <laughs> and no one sponsors us, That's unfortunately. Not That's not true. Oh, okay. We have a little ass. Okay, 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 okay. Jeez. Yeah, anyway, forgot, I forgot about big our, fans our of the, big fans of the sponsors, guys. <laughs> so there is that doesn't listen to the podcast clearly. But anyways, you guys are I listening. I do, I do, but you guys are listening. That's what matters. We don't need Teresa to listen, do we? It's just us, just me and you guys. We listen. I listen. Do you listen? Yes. I listen, and I. I hate my voice, but I listen. <laughs> I, I listen back in in segments. Like when it when I post it, I listen to a bit to make sure the sound quality is good. Then when it drops, I listen to another part. I don't know yeah. if I listen from start to finish, but I definitely listen to at least half of the episode, I would say. I listen, but it, sometimes it's painful for me. Oh, it's okay. because I I no just hate my yeah. I hate my voice. No I think you guys all voice. hate your own voices. I think it's a thing. No one likes their own voice. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Anyway, it's all right. We are here to talk about Below Deck Sailing Yacht. We are getting to the end. I can't believe that, but great timing. <laughs> I know, because if you guys didn't hear, we are going to be traveling the end of this month into the beginning of July. And we're going to really try our best to get 90 Day Out in a timely manner in some form. Yes. Below Deck, I hope, wraps up. It I don't has know if it, to. I don't know if it will. 
So we'll figure that out if we're going to be able to do it on the road or if we're going to have to miss if there's a reunion or something. We might have to skip that. We'll make it up to you guys. We'll always give you something to yes. listen to. It's two weeks before I leave. So Teresa leaves a week before me because yeah. she has things to take care of. We don't have to get into it all again, but no, we, no, no, we're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. Exactly. We're going to figure it out. We're going to make sure we get you something. Speaking of getting you something and speaking of episodes not coming out anymore or seasons ending, mm-hmm. I should say, follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod because we're going live tonight. Tonight we are going live <laughs> at 9 p.m. Yes. Eastern, Eastern time on our Instagram. Yes, Because Married at First Sight has come to an end. I think they're running some replay Ugh. episode, look back episode. Too much, too much. Yes. We so wrapped it up. We, we are wrapped, but we're going to go live because not only did Married at First Sight just come to an end and so we're free tonight. It's our two-year anniversary, Teresa. I can't believe that. It's our cheers to our two-year anniversary. All right, cheers. So come oh. tonight and celebrate with us. It's a nice clink when we don't drink from cans. 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 Yeah, come celebrate. <laughs> bring a drink. Bring a friend. Tonight on Instagram, at Married to Reality Pod, 9 p.m. Be yes. Eastern time. Okay? We'll talk about everything. 90 day, below deck, the pod, it doesn't matter. If you're there, you got questions, we'll answer them. It's going to be a good time. So at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram tonight, Wednesday night, 9 p.m. And also just follow us on Instagram for everything. Really Married to Reality, Married to Reality, yeah, related. Yes. Um, memes, news, message us. It's all happening. Talk to us. Chat with Talk us. Talk to us. Please let us know. We love it all. Let us know what you guys are thinking, loving about the season, not loving about the season, what you're watching that's not the shows we cover because we're looking for other shows yeah. too now that some things are coming to an end. Yeah, so- there is something besides love after lockup. Yeah, we can. Because you guys you guys keep behemoth. bringing it up, but we looked into it. It's so <laughs> much. There's other podcasts. It is so much. There's other podcasts that cover it. Reality Gays cover yes. it. So go listen to them. I don't know if Cray Cray covers it. I think they might. I'm not they sure. Might. They but might. yeah, we're looking for something. Besides the classics, we're going to keep doing 90 Days. We're going to keep doing Darcy and Stacey. Yeah, we're going to keep doing Married at First Sight. We're going to... Keep doing Below Deck. Yeah, we'll see what... I don't know. This is our first time covering, so yeah. we're not sure what comes next. Yes, but whatever comes next, I want to keep doing oh, it because sure. I freaking love it. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, if there is anything else, guys, again, besides Love After Look Up, yeah, let sorry, us know. Sorry. Maybe we'll watch one episode and give you our thoughts, but it's we can't. It's too much. It's I, too uh, much it's, to it's get into. It's too much, and yes. <laughs> it's, <just laughs> too, it's too much. It's just too much. Okay, so you're following the Instagram. You're joining the live tonight. Make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. That way, no matter what we drop, when we drop it, you'll get it. It's so easy to follow the podcast. You just look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it, like it, as hot as the primary, because it's pretty hot. Oh, you like Blaine. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got a thing for Canadians, <laughs> eh? Huh. All right. He's, he's such a, a nice guy. He's I so like, sweet. I like nice people, so he's like... A, not the hottest person in the world, he's but overall, man. he's very successful. His heart is hot. His heart. Yeah. What do you? What, he's very nice. Okay. All right. His heart he's is good. hot. He's good looking. Too. All right. Smash it like it's as hot as Lane. There you go. That's how <laughs> confident and secure I am in our marriage. That most every episode of this podcast, it's you saying 
David is hot or Lane is hot. And I just have to be like, yep, they're pretty hot. You know that you're the hottest. That's right. right. That's but you know right. how many times I smashed it as hot Woo! as you? Weekly. Yes. <laughs> okay. Moving on. So. Moving on. Last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please do. Okay. It really makes our day. It helps the podcast. So that's, I think that's all we ask of you guys. We ask you to follow the Instagram and, and join the lives, mm-hmm. but that's more for you. I think mm-hmm. we're hopefully providing you value. Yeah. This is all us. We're just asking, we're being a little greedy about this mm-hmm. and just saying, if you could leave a review, please do. And when I say smash, like it's as hot as the guys. I'm oh, doing don't. It, I'm doing it for the ladies. Don't defend it. I'm doing it for the ladies. And some of the guys. Don't, don't and exclude. some of the guys. Don't exclude exactly. some of our friends, okay? I don't exclude anyone. All right, smash, smash whoever you want to smash. We don't care. I'll just smash don't, you later. Just don't <laughs> smash into the shore. Don't drag your anchor and smash exactly. into the shore. But smash who you want to smash. Mm. All right. That's the housekeeping. Can we get into my favorite segment sure. of the podcast? It is boat name this segment because Parsifal 3 is going to be going away soon. The season's coming to an end. They have one more charter. Parsifal 3 is going to go away for the season. But we, we come up with names regardless of what boat mm-hmm. we're talking about. So whatever season it is, whatever boat, it doesn't matter. We're going to name the boat what we want to name it. So Parsifal 3, say la vie. That's what I say. <laughs> we're going to name the boat in accordance to what happened on the episode. And I got a couple names. How many? Two. Good. I got two names. I got two names. You got two. Okay. Two for two. All two right. Two for two. Let's do boat name this segment. Therese, the ladies first. All right. All right. Hit us with your first boat My name. My first boat name is... Ahoy and goodbye. Wow. You know why? I would have saved it for next charter. No, no, no. It has nothing to do with that. Okay. It's because... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pirates lost. It was like ahoy oh. and goodbye. Fantastic. Right? Fantastic. Right? The pirates I, I forgot lost. about the pirates versus the sailors. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Okay. For Very, a second, I had to. I, well, had to I thought you were. I thought you were saying like ahoy, obviously ahoy, yeah. matey, but goodbye to the season. But yes. Well, honestly, I wrote this one down way before I found out that we're gonna have the last charter. I told you last episode we were penultimate. Well, you think I remember? You're like pen schmultimate. I don't pen and tell or who. What are you talking about? <laughs> what? <laughs> Never mind. Uh, okay, ahoy and goodbye. Ahoy and goodbye. Fantastic name. All right. My first name is, let me explain this for you. (laughs) You know how we do. So the boat, once again, we dragged anchor. Yes. Okay. And as you said, there was the, the semen cup. There was the, the relay race. Mm -hmm. So we dragged, there's a relay race, drag race. Oh, that's good. Pretty good. All right. Ahoy and goodbye. Drag race. You got one more, I got I one. I got one more. All right. Okay. This one's fabulous because... You look, you are smiling ear to ear. Because <laughs> it's something <laughs> I say all the time, but this one, it just fits. You're almost scaring me with that smile. Okay. Smash it like it's hot. Hmm. Because they keep smashing each other playing oh! hurricane. But it's just fitting. Smash it like it's hot. Smash it like it's hot. Nice. All I right. would board smash it like it's hot. Okay. Yeah, I would be nervous, but okay. All on board of Smash It Like It's Hot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Smash It Like It's Hot. Great. All right. And my last, my last boat name, because as you said, friendly Canadians and their large tip, 
right? Very large. The largest. Very largest. Canucks with big bucks. I don't get it. Oh, Canadians are Canucks. Oh. A Canuck. It's a Canadian. Why? Why? I don't know. It's what they are. Like you would say like the Czechs? Why? Yeah. Why are people from America Americans? Because Canucks, America, Americans. Americans. Yeah. Canada, Can- Canadians. And Canucks is sort of a is this a, Can- is this a Connecticut thing? No, it's a Canadian thing. Canucks. <laughs> okay. Never mind. Anyway. Let's talk about the episode. All right. All right. Okay. You seem to know a lot about Canada. I mean, I grew up in Connecticut, six hour drive to Montreal. I used to go there for so this, things this, I won't talk same about. Same thing as I say, like, I grew up six hours from Croatia. <laughs> yeah, I would, I, hope, I would hope you know more about Croatia than I do. Well, I do. Exactly. I certainly do. All I know about Canada is that two beavers are better than one. Mm. <laughs> and you like the national anthem. I love the national anthem. It was my favorite song when we went to Fish concert. Well, they opened. Why did, yeah, why did they open with? <laughs> I don't know. That was high. the only song I knew. <laughs> high AF. Um, okay. Let's let's talk about the episode, all right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You got a glass, you got a mouthful of wine? I got there? a mouthful of my rooster wine. Okay, all right. Mm. You got a mouth mouth, I'm not even gonna say it. Don't. You know what I was going to say? No, but don't. Another uh, euphemism for rooster? Oh, Okay, ew. moving on. That's why it is. Ew. I bit my tongue. I bit my tongue. All right? Ew. Here we go. Ew, Jonathan. Ew. Let's, let's bring him down because we pick up where we left off. And it was a somber moment. It mm-hmm. was when Marcos just found out that his best friend's mom died from a heart attack. And I think at that moment, we all thought that oh, it's going to affect his culinary skills. Not a professional. He's going to fuck up. Not a professional. He's going to Canuck up. Nope. Not a professional like Marcos. Let me do a Canadian pun. I'm just Theresa. giving him a look. Let me do a, <laughs> you keep forgetting now that we're not on video. I know. Maybe one day. Maybe coming to a screen near you one day. But as of now. Maybe if we, if we get on the Patreon, we, we would have to. <laughs> we would have to actually put ourselves together because right now I'm in mesh shorts, a t-shirt that has all sorts of stains on. <laughs> Teresa, <laughs> Teresa looks like a lumberjack. I'm wearing my pajamas. Yeah, so we'd have to put ourselves together, <laughs> but maybe one day. I mean, this is an authentic podcast. This is so authentic. Listen, when we when we watch some of your favorite podcasts about all the comedians, yeah. none of them look put together. There's like one podcast they where they sit not- on the couch, they burp. Oh my gosh. All right. Yeah, well, we, we won't do we're that. We're not going to do that. We're definitely so. not going to do that. We'll try not to anyway. So, okay. We pick up where we left off. Marcos just found out this this terrible news and obviously it's sad. Right? Yes. You're your best friend's mom passes. It's probably like a second mom to him. It's sad. But I didn't realize until this episode when he explained it a little more why it hit him the way it did. And it's because his best friend's in Miami. Oh, yeah. His friend's mom is in Venezuela. Mm-hmm. And so his friend couldn't go see his mom. Very sad. Right? Very sad. Because of what's going on. I Yeah, because of the political political situation they cannot go back and i cannot imagine and so i think that well that is what's going through marcus's head is not only the loss of his friend's mom but oh what if something happens to one of my family members in venezuela i can't 
be there. Yeah. Right? So it's really, it's a double whammy that is weighing on him. And it it was emotional. This was a tough episode beginning and end for Marcos. For Marcos, yeah. But he's fabulous. He, he's... He's I've, a true professional. I've never met any chefs. I've never met Marcos, but I feel like I know him. Mm. And I think he's like the best chef out there. Mm-hmm. I, to get serious for a minute, one chef that I'll put above him. Okay. One, Bourdain. Oh, yeah. But just that same badass attitude of I know bad shit happens, although unfortunately Bourdain didn't power through at the end but bad shit happens you know heroin addiction in Bourdain's case divorce and he powered mental through health. mental health and he powered through and we thought made the best of his life unfortunately at the end he, he couldn't but yeah we loved loved we Tony, loved Tony. He, loved lived, Tony. he lived a few blocks from us we never saw in New him. York we, we never saw him we tried we stalked we stalked outside his apartment yeah, one day and it was so funny he was like um What's his name? The guy who always appears at bars and everyone sees him. Oh. Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. Yeah. Bill Murray. All my friends in Europe, all my coworkers saw Anthony Bourdain all over the city, yeah. at the airport, at bars. Yeah. And John and I, we never got to see him. Yeah. And the saddest story, well, not the saddest story, but sort of an ironic story is he was giving a talk. Tony was giving a yeah. talk in New York. A handful of blocks away from us, and we could was on the other side of the park, but we couldn't get tickets to it, and so we were like, "Well, we're not going to go." But then we thought, "Well, why don't we just try to find some tickets online, mm-hmm. right?" Yeah, on like uh, StubHub. On like StubHub. So the day of, we found tickets, but they were super expensive. Yes, and I wasn't feeling great. I had a cold or something, and so I reached out to this guy. Saying, hey, I know they're 150 a ticket or something, but I'll give you 50 bucks. <laughs> and said, let's, let's see what happens. He actually responded and was like, nah, man, it's Bourdain. I can get 150 a ticket. And so I said, all right, good luck selling those tickets. I don't feel great anyway, so I'm not going to go. We're not going to go. And I put my phone down and we started watching a movie and he messaged us back and was like, all right. It's almost showtime. I haven't found anyone, even though I was so cocky that I would. I'll give them to you for the 50. And we were just like, you know what? We're already in our PJs. We're watching this movie. Yeah. Let's not do it. Let's see him next we'll time. We'll see him next time. I put my phone away. We finished the movie. I look back at my phone and he had responded like a minute after I said no to the 50. He goes, I'll just give them to you for yeah. free. <laughs> I'll give you the tickets for free because no one wants them at yeah. this point. But we were watching the movie. We didn't check until it was too late. And then within months, I think, within he passed. Um, a month. Yeah, he passed. Yeah. So that's a lesson. Don't wait. Don't put things off. True. Right? If you can do something today, do it today. I don't know how we got onto this. <laughs> I don't know, but I just got sad. Love Tony. But love Tony. Uh, I love Stanley Tucci, too, if we're talking yeah, chefs. But come on, don't compare the two. No. Tucci wants to be Tony. But he's like the Italian Tony. Yeah. And I want to reco, I love to reco good docs. I want to reco Roadrunner, the Bourdain documentary. We, we've never we, watched but it. But we haven't watched it yeah. because it's, yeah, too sad. it's gonna it's going to tear us apart. It's too sad. But anyway, Marco is speaking of chefs. He's right? alive. That's, and he's cooking. And he's alive and he's well and he's doing his thing and he's powering through because he's a badass. 
just like Tony. So the guests get ready for dinner. Everyone's in their whites. It's a white party, mm-hmm. which love a love a white party or hate a white party. On a sailboat, it seems like an accident waiting to happen. I actually think that that's the place to have one. One heel, and it's no longer a white party. It's a Merlot party all over your shirt. Uh, that's fine. You're on the boat. No one sees you. That's that's not a good look. I would not know. On, on flat land is where you're going to do a white party if you're going to do like a white party. I hate wearing white. It's like okay. one of the things I, know. I hate to wear. Literally, our favorite clothing color is black. We normally it dress is. head to toe in black. It was really tough for me to get a wedding dress. <laughs> you could have <laughs> gone like Tanya from 90 Day and done a black dress. Well, that would I think that would be ridiculous. But I just, I wasn't feeling right in anything. But yeah. obviously, I found know. one. Yeah. Because you, you were not pure. Is that why you didn't feel great wearing white? I wasn't pure because of you, you oh, hoe bag. Oh, oh, my gosh, you, you <laughs> dirty hoe. Um, so the, the food comes out. It's delicious seafood, right? Prawns and, and the like. It looks great. One of the guests, being funny, goes, so we're all allergic to seafood. I think Marcos had a tiny heart attack. Yeah, and that's the thing. It was a joke. Bad time for a joke. And I was going to say heart attack, but that's is, how his friend's mom died. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Well, timing is everything in comedy, right? And, and oh, yeah. This is not the right time to tell Marcos such a joke. Yeah. But he let it roll off his back. Of course, because so. he's a pro. He's a professional. You're a ho-fessional if we're going to. If we're going to talk you occupations. Are a <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> so then dessert comes out, right? Creme brulee. It's great. The guests it's love beautiful. it. And Marcos is getting the compliments he deserves. And we thought he's going to fuck up, but that wouldn't, that wouldn't be Marcos. That's not the Marcos way. No. Has he fucked up at no. all? No. He, if you ask Chuck, if you ask Two Buck Chuck, he'll say Marcos fucked up, but it's only because Marcos didn't go and pick up a Happy Meal for him. Mm-hmm. But no, he, he's been seamless. Not yes. knock it, not to jinx Marcos on this last. I just drug. knocked. Yeah. Um, then Lane asks to savor a bottle of champagne. Not savor, not enjoy it, not savor a bottle. Saber to pop the top with a knife, right? Which is a classic move. I did not know this. You've reference. never seen this? Uh, no, no, no. But I would say, I don't know what to call it. Uh, saber, I've, yeah. Yeah, I've seen like the office. The act. <laughs> so, oh, sop, yeah. Sopre? <laughs> Lane's like, I would like to sopre the champagne. <laughs> that's something I would probably say. <laughs> yeah, well, that's understandable. Sopre? I'm trying to do like a Canadian A thing. I would totally, totally say that. Yeah. So he, he does it. He savors it. It's fine. Was this the engagement party? Was this, mm, was this night the engagement party? Mm-mm. No. Because then the next night was... Oh, no, it was. It was. It that's was. what I thought. They popped and the champagne to celebrate the engagement. But there was no toast or anything. Maybe there was, but they cut it out. Show us the toast. I want to see. I love they a good toast. probably did like, cheers to... Cheers to us. Cheers, cheers to our to money. Cheers to the engaged. Yeah. <laughs> oh, show me the toast. We, did we toast when we got engaged? Mm, yeah, I mean, uh, we got we got a little drunk, but uh. we went to get some tacos, yeah, and spicy margaritas, yeah. I'm sure, we that's toasted. So true. We totally toasted. And I gave you, I had a, I had champagne on ice. You did in the apartment. I you chugged it. It wasn't much of a toast because you just chugged it. You chugged it. 
You chugged the app. You bar. chugged it. I took one step, you butt chugged the rest. Because of you were it. driving to the taco place. That's very true. Anyway, <laughs> so while this is all going on, Gary and Scarlett, they're continuing to flirt as mm-hmm. they do. Ashley catches wind of it. Ashley is such a hoe. Why? I thought. I just I guess. I keep saying the word hoe. I really like it. But oh, you don't mean any. You don't actually mean a hoe. When we no, say hoe, I call John a hoe. Yeah, it has nothing to do with your sexual <laughs> no, activities. No. But um, I thought she was kind of okay in this moment because she goes, "Oh, I get it. She's hot, but like it's so predictable." But it's so fake of her. Like she is. Mm, so fake. I get it. Yeah. Like she's. You know why she's fake? Because she's trying to be cool with it, but she's not. That's a good point. That's it. Ooh. You want people to be authentic. Yes. But then. On the flip side, if she was upset about it or whiny about it and that was her authentic emotion or reaction, we'd be like, shut up, Ashley. So it's almost like just pretend you're okay with it, which is what she's doing. But that's the thing. Pretend but be good at that. She's not good at it. She's trying to pretend. You either be real or be fake so we don't know that you're being fake. She can't do it. So she's trying to be covert. She's not. Yeah. Because later on, it's she's going to see them talking. And she, the first thing she does is she's going to go and tell Dave. Right. Like, <laughs> well, that's how, because how cool are you? That's with because it? Scarlett should have been working. It's not like it was their night off there at a restaurant. No, but let's say if you are working together, you were supposed to be teammates, friends, right? Yeah. You see your friend chatting a little bit. You're not going to go and tell right, her. That's not. Right. That's the thing. That's not teamwork. If You're Scarlett right. kept being there for, let's say, an hour, sure. Right. But if she's there for a couple of minutes and the first thing you see, you're just going to run to your boss, come on. Fair enough. So everyone finishes up. The guests head to bed. Gary and Glenn, okay, they're watching the weather report because if you guys forgot, these guests had to be tendered in because the boat was offshore, mm-hmm. because the winds are picking up, there's a storm. So Gary and Glenn are keeping an eye on the weather. And the winds are supposed to pick up even more overnight. Yes, that is the storm. And that's what I was telling you. So Glenn said he's not worried about Parsifal. I know. He's You're worried right. about the tiny boats around. That's what I, I told have, you I know. last time. I give you credit. In my notes, I said, no. I said, Glenn tells the camera he's not worried about Parsifal. He's worried about the little boats. That's what Teresa said last yes. episode. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah, you. You're right. I'll give you credit. You're, Thank you. You're so good. Such a boat You're so good expert. at boats. I'm so good at boats. You're so good at boats. <laughs> um, but so Ashley tells Scarlett about what happened last time mm-hmm. when they dragged. And, and Glenn, he's even like, well, what can you do? And I even wonder, like, what can you do? Mother Nature is really in charge here. Yeah. You can move your boat further away from other boats. But after that, unless you're going to take it out of the water... What can you really do? I was do? surprised they didn't put those, what do you oh, call it? Oh, the bumpers. The bumpers. That's a great point. You're so good at boats. I'm so good at boats. <laughs> You've watched below deck for almost an entire season. <laughs> I would let you captain my boat. I throw up it's on a boat, sexual. but I'm so good at boats. So good at boats. Okay, so then the crew heads to bed. Did you see Gary give Scar like a little good night kiss? Yes, Gary's <sighs> trying so hard. I'm wondering what's going to happen after the season's over. He'll find another girl. I hope so. I don't get how he <laughs> doesn't feel awkward because everyone is worried about, okay, how does Scarlett feel? How does Ashley feel? Is Daisy uncomfortable? How does Gary now feel uncomfortable just 
being around all these girls that he's hooked up with or that want to hook up with him. Because he's way above all this. He's older. He's done this before. He's not a newbie. He's the boss. And Otaku can't change his strives. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa hates when I say that. Because you say it all the time. Otaku can't change his strives. Well, then tell Bravo to stop putting that clip in all the ads. I only say it once I hear it. <laughs> no, you say it all the time. No, it's like a Pavlonian effect. It's like... Taka can't change his stride. And I'm like, oh, Taka can't change his stride. It's like, once I hear it, I have to react. It's Pavlovian. Come on. Yeah, John goes to the bathroom. I just hear, a tiger can change his stripes. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing there? Anyways, 3.30 in the morning, the wind is picking up. We got 30 knots. Kelsey's on night watch. Mm-hmm. And she sees the boats are getting close, which yeah. is what Teresa was worried about. Too close for comfort. Too close for comfort. So Kelsey, like a good night watchman, night watch woman, Wakes up Gary, right? Good. I'm glad she wasn't WWTD. What would Tom do? Because Tom would just <laughs> sit on his ass. Yeah, he would wait until the little boats crash. Yeah. <laughs> into smash it like it's hot. Hey. Mm. So Kelsey goes, wakes up Gary. And Gary's like, yeah, we're stretching out our anchor now. Uh, if we do drag, we'll be in the mud, which is not good. And he says, we learned the hard way already this season. We dragged once. If we dragged twice... In one season, that'll be really bad. Yes. So I don't know what you can do. call in if you guys know. I don't. I don't really know what can you do in this instance. I don't know to stop from drag. It's not like your sails are well, up and the winds. That's what they did later. You re-anchor, but I don't know if you can just re-anchor in the middle of the night because it's we gonna see later. Uh, they, would, they can be stopped. Oh. Shit, debris yeah. stuck. On tied the, up. Yeah, tied up around the anchor. Wrapped, yeah. So I don't think you can just re-anchor that easily. It, clearly not that easily. But if it was me, if I was the captain, I would put the bumpers around. Um, that's smart. Yeah, that's right. Really- and goodbye. <laughs> so that it wouldn't turn into smash it like yes, it's hot. Yeah, exactly. So they, they make it through the night without tracking, though. It's morning now. The guests are up. None of them had a great night's sleep. Because I would be hugging the toilet. The boat was a rocking. I would and not knockin'. like that. So all of a sudden, the wind picks up. Colin and Barnaby tell Glenn, we've started to drag. And Glenn says, it's not just about dragging. It's about knocking those boats around us, like Teresa said. So, yes, they need to, they need to <laughs> redrop the anchor. But now the wind's picked up even more. It's 40 knots, so it's a lot to navigate the boat in. But they got to do it. They get to work. And it's crazy. The wind is nuts. The guests are still eating breakfast. (laughs) Non-pun attendant. What? That the wind is nuts. It's like 40 nuts. Oh, nuts. Oh, that's a good. (laughs) You see? Definitely no pun intended. Yeah, the wind was nuts. Um, Non-pun intended. No pun intended. I always say no. No No pun intended. What? No pun intended. No pun intended. Yeah. You were saying non-pun intended. Yeah, I always say, no, I always say no pun attended. <laughs> I don't know why. I attend, Teresa, I attend all the puns. Don't you worry. Okay. I'm there. This is like a weird shit I've been doing for years because I learned it the wrong way. I learned n- no pun intended. And I didn't, know, I didn't know what I was saying at first. And then eventually I learned, but I kept saying non-pun attended. That's very confusing. It's no pun intended. Well, I know that. Most of mine are intended though, so you don't even have to learn that. But once again, I said it 
That was that was fun. But that was the definitely boat was, fun. That was nuts. Um, so nuts. The guests so are eating. So many nuts. The guests are eating. <laughs> they're not drinking. And not, I'm not trying to encourage and put my alcoholism on other people, but have a cocktail. It's going, it's wild out there. Get a Bloody Mary. Get a oh, transfusion yeah. oh, or yeah. something. Get they're, something. They're sitting there drinking water with their eggs. I feel like they may be a little sick. That's actually very true. But we've seen in the past when things get crazy, Ashley's there with a tray of mimosas or something. Mm-hmm. Daisy, oh, you guys want to drink? You want to drink? Bloody Mary is yes. the bomb. Yes. But it is the bomb. They're, they're staying sober. So the anchor's all tangled up. So Gary gets into the tender so we can get closer and, mm-hmm. and get to work on it. And he does. He Everything is fine in the end. But it's moments like these where you realize, wow, you really need to know what you're doing mm-hmm. on these boats. You can't just be cast for below deck because you're pretty. Yes. You better know what you're doing. And it's kind of why I get frustrated when you see Scarlett's resume and you see she's only worked at, at the pedal boat dock at don't Six give, Flags. Don't give, don't give any shit to Scarlett. She's been doing great. She's doing fine. She's handling all the food. She carries shit around that I couldn't. I'm happy I can carry one plate. She's flirting with Gary half the time. Come on. I'm not trying to give her undue shit. I don't dislike her. I think for a newbie, she's doing amazing. Because the only person who keeps getting corrected is Ashley. I agree with you. But what you just said, I don't think there's a place for on a charter like Parsifal 3. A newbie. Well, we had the to- we had Tom who I don't almost think, crashed the boat. I don't think he belonged there either. No, he didn't. But I think, I think as a stewardess, you cannot crash the boat. No, but when things go down, like they were going down here, and you think everyone, Daisy is gonna go down there and unhook that thing? Everyone, from, I think everyone should be experienced in their role. Well, there shouldn't be someone freaking in out. Their role, but maybe she'd be freaking out because she's never been in a situation like this before. No, she's fine. I don't know why you're I such a Barnaby's defender. I think Barnaby's great too. He Barnaby's, knows what's up. Barnaby's great. Yeah, for sure. I'm not giving shit to Barnaby. I don't know why you're such a defender of Scarlet. I'm not a I because don't, I feel like everyone just shits on her, but she just got there. She's learning, and so far she's doing good. Yeah, she's not doing bad. I just I would feel more comfortable knowing that everyone there was experienced. Because of situations But that's like the this. thing. You cannot tell that she's not experienced. Okay, fair The enough. guests don't see it. She doesn't talk shit in front of the guest. She doesn't drop things. She doesn't do anything crazy. She doesn't embarrass them. You're right. She doesn't she's, embarrass herself. She acts more professional than yeah, Ashley Yeah, she does. brings the drinks. She brings the food. She cleans. Like She literally doesn't do anything that I would think, okay, she is horrible. Is it a blonde thing? Are you defending her because you guys are both blonde? No, I'm defending her because I think she's the only normal person on the boat. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So then Lane goes to Gary and says, two things you need to know. We love to dress up and we love to be competitive. <laughs> Pick your best for it. We're going to play for the Siemens Cup. So I'm glad you got this because I kind of missed this part. They wanted to sail, right? They but wanted Captain to sail. Captain Glenn said the waves are three meters tall. And yeah. I know you know nothing about that. That's probably nine, no, nine-ish feet. We're two, not getting into this. Last time we did this, you had to crawl on the floor and I was still right. No, it's two me's. <laughs> <laughs> it's two me's. Okay. You're five, six. Yeah. So 10, 11. So, so what did I say? I'm 165. 169. I'm 165 centimeters. Yeah. We're not doing this again. You crawled three, on the floor. You made a fool of yourself, no, Teresa, and I, I was didn't. right. Three meters are no, you made 300 a very centimeters. 
So it's a little less than two meters. We're not doing slightly this. less. No one knows how tall you are, but they know feet. No, you don't know meters. I'm just educating <laughs> you and you, you, my friends, you who don't know meters. <laughs> I know that last time we did this, I was closer than you were. Sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> By a few feet. Sure. Anyway, you're right. The The swell was too big to sail. So they were going to do something to have fun that didn't involve sailing. So Gary is going to come up with some challenges for the Siemens Cup. And the winner's going to take the Is it semen like... Oh, boy, Teresa. Like your semen? Not my semen. <laughs> like their semen? So a semen... Yeah. ...are people at sea. They're semen. On boats, oh. they're semen. S-E-A-M-E-N. Ah. Oh. Semen is what is used to impregnate so a I thought, woman. I thought that was that kind of a cop. I think that's the pun. I think that's... Oh. <laughs> okay, pun intended. Teresa. Oh. Pun intended. Pun intended. Intended. Okay. Got it? <laughs> so then in the kitchen, Marcos is teaching Colin about molecular gastronomy. <laughs> Colin has no idea what's going on here. I so. want to try. Cantaloupe caviar? Yes. It did look cool. It looked like Dippin' Dots, if we're going to be honest here, but <laughs> it, it, it looked like the little gelatin balls that are in our eye mask that we put on when we have a headache that come out. Uh, yeah. They're just like those little jelly balls. They look like caviar eggs, but they're cantaloupe. Looks I fun. I love it. I love it. It's fun. I would love, but, but you're not going to fill up on no, that. No, no. It's the dinner you go to, you get all fancy and then you get the slice of pizza afterwards. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. It's all for show. You get a drink on that. It's all for show. Yes, but it's fabulous. I it's would fun. love to experience it. Okay. Help me out with this next part. So Lane and Gary are plotting the semen games. Yes. Right? Yes. Ashley wants to play real bad. So, okay, this is what got a little confusing, and you guys can call us in if we oh, fuck this no, up. Let's just call in. You don't want to call us in. Why we're, not? We're already here. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you going to call us into the principal's office? The English language is very tricky. Call sometimes. in. Call in. Call in if we fuck <laughs> no, this stop up. Stop saying it. It's what I say, Teresa. <laughs> you can call, say it. call us in. No, call in. <laughs> call in. Yeah. <laughs> Colin, no. Colin is the engineer on the boat. True. Call in. <laughs> okay, stop it. Okay. Okay. It was supposed to be four on four, right? Mm -hmm. But Ashley was like, I want to play, I want to play, I want to do it, I want to do it, I want to do it. So they kind of changed it to six on six, right? I think right? so. They're like, whatever That's to what quiet this girl up, yeah. we'll go six on six. And then Daisy calls Ashley on the side and lectures her saying, don't act like this in front of the guests. Like... Just let them come to you. And I think it was because of what she said. Yeah. 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 She's right? Not, she, yes. She's not putting her best foot forward in front of the guests. Last episode, she was like, oh, yeah, you can call me Smashly. Yeah. I fell on my face when I was drunk. very unprofessional, unlike Scarlett. No, you're right. You're right. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Marcos can't catch a break. No. And Daisy is not making it any easier because she was like, Oh, did I tell you that Glenn is uh, joining this molecule, molecular, molecular <laughs> dinner? Yeah. And Marco's like, what? I know this is like the most difficult dinner of the season, but I may have forgotten to tell you. You're going to need to make one more. And it's not like he's making a freaking chicken as like one more person, yeah. right? It's, <laughs> it's, can it's cantaloupe yes. caviar, Daisy. 
it's give the guy a notice tailored to each person yeah um he's like god damn it here's what i would tell marcos though don't worry just glenn will be fine with a pizza mat pizza matzo <laughs> Right? That's all he needs. If you can somehow you can fancy like, up molecular matzah somehow. Just, just make something like make a fish and chips that looks <laughs> that looks like matzah. Yeah. And he's going to love it. Yeah. Get built the fish. Okay. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Siemens Cup. We're going to talk about everything. The, the big tip. Canucks and big bucks. We got it all coming up after the break. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Ahoy, Jonathan. Ahoy, Teresa. Okay. I'm, oh, okay. Ready? Oh, I'm so ready. Ready to jump in? Okay. The games. <laughs> the games. Yes. Glenn comes out looking like Full Locker's newest hire over here. The rest of the the rest of the crew are in sailors' outfits. The, yes. The guests are dressed like pirates. And Glenn looks like he just got a job at Foot Locker. I love that he's wearing the floaties. That was fun. Glenn doesn't take himself too seriously. He's a serious man who doesn't take himself too seriously. I love which, it. Which I like. Yes. And now at least all of those suitcases make sense. It's like, oh, you needed room for the costumes. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Where were the <laughs> costumes on the other charters that had 100 suitcases? Right? I love it. So, first event is an inflatable sailboat relay race. And so, we have Ashley and Getty, obviously. Barnaby and Ash, I mean, Scarlett and Gary, Gary, yes. Barnaby and Ashley and Kelsey and, was she with Colin? Was she with... Marcos was cooking, so... So, she she must have been with Colin, right? Yeah. Because I I don't think Daisy was racing either. I didn't take notes on the team. I know Kelsey was in the game, so I think he must have been Colin. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And the guests, whoever they were. I mean, Ashley. Scarlett and Gary doing great. Mm -hmm. Barnaby and Ashley, however, not so great. great. I didn't take... I took notes on, on the... Parsifal when it raced La Catina or whatever it was. I didn't take well, notes. See, I didn't but take two bow races, two bow races in two episodes, pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty and this pretty one good. was actually more dramatic, I would say, yeah. than the Parsifal and race. And Ash was like, there's no way I'm going to lose, right? And then they just kept losing. But hey, after this, they did this little paddle board around uh, Parsifal. Mm-hmm. And then they ran to the jacuzzi. Sure did. That was the finish line. That was the finish line. And which that, that jacuzzi is probably filled with semen. If you want to talk Ew, about a semen race, that is true. Yeah. But the sailors won. The sailors eked out a win. And that's why the pirates were ahoy and goodbye. Yeah, the crew, the crew, the sailors, they won. Yeah. And the second best line Collins ever said after a tiger can't change his stripes. <laughs> because people think because they're the guests, we should let them win. Competition's a competition. That's very right? true. Right, he came to play, he came to win, and he did win. And yeah, we said Marcos, he was cooking. Poor Marcos gets to have zero fun. He's always stuck. Yeah, cooking. Everyone. I out. think he enjoys it. I think mm, if you're so good at this, it's your craft. It's not like, oh, you are a chef at, I don't know, at Be Olive careful. Garden. Uh- <laughs> Careful, they might be a sponsor, Teresa. I know you don't listen to the podcast. Okay, so you are a chef at... No, Olive Garden's fine. At... Olive Garden's fine. Okay. <laughs> the Olive Garden. Yeah. Um, I don't think you love making those long breads. The breadsticks? Yeah. Yeah. Love eating them, though. 
I don't think I've ever... Have I? I think I've been to... I've been to one Olive Garden in Times Square. If you've been to one, you've been to them all. It's <laughs> kind of how chains right. work. All right. <laughs> so, okay. The guests change. They come up for the birthday dinner. And what a dinner it was. First course, gazpacho with red pepper ice cube or something like that. Yeah. So that like <laughs> when you put the ice cube and it melts, it gets like a different taste. Something like that. Out of control. Out of control. Second course, a balsamic pearls and a burrata gelatin that looks like a tomato. Yes. Nuts. Crazy. And Glenn, because Glenn's having dinner with them. And he's like, I honestly don't understand this. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me my matzo, please. <laughs> um, third course, prosciutto with like a melioni, um, a melon, caviar. The guests, Glenn doesn't know what's happening. The guests are loving it. Uh, the primer is like, holy shit. Everyone's uh, loving it. Which is quite the juxtaposition to when they cut to Kelsey just eating a banana and Nutella. <laughs> Which is really good. I was like, these are two different worlds. My mom used to make me a banana Nutella toast. Can I blow your mind, Teresa? Yeah, sure. Guess what I'm going to say. That you all also used to eat a banana <laughs> Nutella toast? No, I don't think I've ever had Nutella. What? Yeah. It Get scares, out of it here. scares me. What? It's like fudge, but it's not. It's no, hazelnut. It's not fudge. It's, I know, but what is it? It's a hazelnut spread. <laughs> exactly. What is that? <laughs> it's a fucking... A hazelnut's sugar, a nut. How is it a spread? And, sugar oil and nuts, but it's exactly. really good. Never. I don't think I've ever had it. I loved it. That's why I was a fat child. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my mom used to make me a toast. You Basically, you put Nutella... And then you get a banana and then you toast it together yeah. and it creates this little sweet pocket. I would tell my mom, no, Nutella. I would tell her uh, <laughs> They used to do ta Nutella tastings it. in my schools. What? So we used to line up. What? <laughs> when Nutella got <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has been so enriching to my life, at least, because these are stories I would never know about my wife if we didn't just talk about these random things. We used to line up when I was like the first when I was in the uh, elementary school. Nutella came to our school once in a while, and then we all <laughs> why <laughs> to taste. We all lined up. <laughs> I'll get like a tiny piece of bread with some Nutella spread on it. And then we went home. I'm like, mom, can we get the Nutella? That's why they did it. Yeah, I get, I get that, but that's insane. That we would, loved when Nutella came the, over. That the school would allow that. <laughs> yeah, we loved it. Oh it happened like twice a year. They came over, we lined up. And Nutella's from Italy. Yeah. Right? No, I think it's from Germany. It's an it's Or Italy? I'm looking, I'm trying to look it up. It's from sure. Europe. Yeah, it's definitely not from Czech, though. No, it's not. But they have distributors when it got popular. Yeah, that's insane. They just indoctr indoctrinate you as all of us. A child. We just fucking loved it. Okay, um, it's great, great events. They right. put us. Sometimes <laughs> they put us from classes so we could line up. <laughs> just the <laughs> fact that you had to line up to get your Nutella kills one, me. One by one. <laughs> Could you go back for a second? No. I don't know no. if I can continue this podcast. <laughs> this is too much information. This is insanity. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, good, good times. Okay. Fourth fourth and final dish. The chipotle foamed scalloped potatoes with butternut squash. Okay. I'm so happy you got all the names because I was just watching. Yeah. I, I think I got them. I don't know. Not, not down to a science, but well. close. 
Um, so dinner finishes and Lane, okay, he starts holding court and he goes, do you know what a hurricane is? Or have you ever done a hurricane? Right. And that's not your ordinary cocktail here. There's hurricanes that uh-huh. are on I the menu. I just asked you about a hurricane on Saturday. Of course you did. And I said, no, it's a mudslide. But it's not a mudslide. It has what, like a what cherry I in it. I like is ah. whatever natural disaster <laughs> is your fancy. This is not the one we were talking about. It's a Canadian tradition. Apparently. So talk about Canadians being nice. This is the least kind drink you can have. they gotta have. balance the nice out. I guess. That's so, how they, when they get pissed, that's how they do it. So a, a hurricane, at least in Canada, is... You take a shot, then you get water splashed on you. And slap. And then slapped. So you take a shot, splash, slap. Terrible idea. Loved it. Like The good part's already done. You've already taken the shot. Just leave me alone now. I love it. If I it. had to take the slap to get the shot, then I would get it. Like, I really want this shot, so slap me in the face. Fine. It's fun. All the girls had drink. Daisy does it first. Yeah. Then Scarlett. Then Ashley. And even Kelsey. It's like a more aggressive... Well, Ashley, Ashley got a little aggressive. She's like, yeah. Oh, some of them hit hard. Yes. She smashed it like it's hot. Yeah. (laughs) You see? I was trying to think of a name with the slapping and the hurricane, but I couldn't really. Well, luckily you, you've got me. I got you. Okay. So the guests head to bed. The crew's cleaning up. This is when Gary was trying to talk to Scarlett, but Scarlett should be cleaning, not flirting with Gary. And so Ashley goes and rats. Whoa, 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 whoa. Gary's flirting with Scarlett. Scarlett keeps saying, I have to clean. Can we do this later? I have to go. So go then. Well, he kept holding her. Physically? I think he was holding her uh, hand. That's not cool. Let, yeah, I let, might be wrong, but I feel like he was like, because that was my concern or confusion, I guess, is why doesn't Scarlett just go do what she has to do? Everyone else there would support her in her working and only Gary would be like, oh, I want to keep flirting. But I also think this was just a few minutes that she was trying to leave, but Ashley already saw her yes. and sprinted to Daisy. <laughs> sprinted. It's like, oh, by the way, like um, Scarlett is up there with Gary. Just, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say anything, but just, I just saw them. Yeah, ah. misery loves company. I'm telling you, it's it's Ashley. Okay, is, Trashley. Trashley, Smashley <laughs> is jealous, and so is Daisy, and so they can bond over the jealousy. But this the thing, they don't bond. Daisy come up there, kind of like tells Scarlett to come down. She yeah. does, and Scarlett apologizes. She's like, "I was trying to leave. I'm really sorry." Gary was talking to me, and Daisy was like, "Oh no, that's okay." She knows that Gary holds her. Yeah. Back, in a way. But then a second later, Gary and Scarlett are back at it well, again. she's doing laundry, and he goes there and blocks her. So oh, maybe we should sleep under the stars. So, Jeez, Gary, let so, her do her job. Yeah, so it's Gary. It's not, Scarlett is like, I don't want to get in the middle of anything. Like, I know he's uh, the instigator, and I don't know, maybe but he's got thing, this control she, over if her. If she tells him to fuck off, then she's going to have a problem with the one person who is on her side on the boat. But she won't have a problem with her boss. Who would you rather be in, in, on good terms with, your boss the or the thing? random guy that wants to bang you? I think she wants to be on a good term with everyone, which that's what I would want, sure. right? So she, she's not jumping into his lap and do crazy things like Ashley did. She's just being polite, like, hey, let me finish this, let me finish that, being yeah. nice, but still trying to show him that she's doing her job. What would you do in that situation? 
I would tell him I have to do my job. Okay. And would you go do it? I, I would try to do it as okay. she was trying to do it. Okay. But I don't think that if I was the newbie somewhere and there was someone nice to me and interested in me, if I liked him, yeah. I would not tell him to fuck off, but I would try to make a point. And she's trying to make a okay. point. All right. All right. Well, Daisy hears them talking and she gets out of bed and is like, dear God, she got so <laughs> upset. It was wild. But I think she's mad at Gary because she sees him lurking around. Oh, yeah, she's like, definitely. It's not like Scarlett follows Gary. No, she follows her. No, it's it's definitely on Gary. Yes. I just wish Scarlett would just push back a little but bit more. Thing. I don't think she feels comfortable. Maybe I don't not. Think, Maybe not. And that's okay. Like, he should dial back. He should totally yeah. dial back. But I just wonder how, how much she's turning his advances down or if she's kind of leading him on a little bit like this is okay it's okay i don't think she's leading him on but i think she likes him yeah so i don't think she yeah, just wants tough, to i guess that's what i'm saying i don't think she just wants to say fuck off but at the same right. time she's trying to be professional she says hey can we talk after i'm done cleaning hey can we do that's a like, good point because in my mind if i'm putting myself in this situation i'd be like hey i gotta go do my job sorry but that's me talking to someone who I, I don't want to have a relationship with. Yeah. She doesn't want to burn this bridge. She yeah. doesn't want to ruin this relationship. So she's trying to play both sides. Yeah. So, yeah, she's in a tough spot. Um, the next morning, everyone wakes up. Breakfast is being served. And Gary tells Colin, hey, we might have to stay put for a few days because of the weather. So Gary and Barnaby are going to have to tender the guest to shore, yes. which is the way they arrived. And it's the way... They will leave. I almost feel like it's fun. Yeah. No? You want that. That authentic. I guess. Goodbye. Where everyone's standing, waving. Right? I you, guess. You don't want to take a small boat in choppy water. That's true. But, and they did it one way. Well, there are nice Canadians. Yeah. They're like, sure. Yeah. So <laughs> they all get in the tender. They get brought to shore. And everyone was happy with how everything went, right? The guests loved the food. And even though the wind and the weather wasn't great, it was fine. Yes. Everything else was spectacular. Tip meeting time. Woohoo! Glenn says, not biased, but these guests were probably the classiest, funniest, kindest group of people. And he's right. Yeah, but he's also, I think he was doing it tongue in cheek, like not biased because they're Canadian yeah. like me. But no, he was, yeah, name a, name a classier, funnier. So nice. Because so they were both, there was nice, sorry not to interrupt you, but yeah, there was nice charters, but they weren't funny. They weren't yeah. doing semen cup races and stuff. And that's the thing. They loved the biggest tip. And I think that's like the definition of, not the definition, but you can tell like they're wealthy, but they're not telling you they're wealthy. Right. Oh, right? you would not they're know. They're just play exactly. They're playing cool, but then they leave $23,000, not like $6,000, yeah. like Chuck. Except asking for molecular gastronomy is kind of a hoity-toity thing to do, probably. Well, I think that's fine. You're paying no, how it many is. thousands for a, it for is, a but book. They weren't I'm sure it says there's going to be a gourmet chef. I, I don't think it. they're saying, oh, our, sh our chef is going to come after his shift from McDonald's. I'm not and, saying. And he's going to make you something. I'm not saying they were wrong to ask for it. They were 100% right to ask yeah. for it, and they should go nuts. I was just kind of backtracking on our point where we said, oh, they don't really come across like they have money. 
there's millionaires who would be like, I just want a burger and fries. That's kind of True. who would come across. Like, I don't have money. But that wasn't, like, I don't know. I just thought they were awesome. No, they were. I can't yeah. say anything bad about them. They were great. They were fun, entertaining. Yeah. You know what I'm curious? And I'm excited about the next Below Deck or whatever, yachts, sailing yacht or not sailing yacht. I don't or, think it'll be a sailing yacht, but right? yeah. What kind of a chef is going to be there? Because no one, no one. can top Marcos. No like, one. And if those... Like, if, if there are going to be similar requests, who's going to do it? It'll be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. I like, here's the thing. We like drama and we like yeah. when things fail. I don't think I would like it if the chef was continually failing. I love that Marcos is delivering. Mm-hmm. I love that he's put, all these challenges are put in front of him and he's delivering. Well, I would either want someone like Marcos who just does it at 150% or I would want someone failing all the time. <laughs> Maybe. Like, I don't like, want- fi- like fire festival food. It's like, wait, what? Like, I don't want a great chef who's going to like fail like twice. It's, what, what, what's that? Right. What kind of a crisis is he going through? Right. But every meal just keeps getting worse. <laughs> I would like that. That'd be pretty good. Um, so you said biggest tip of the season. I don't know if you said how much. 23,000. 23,000, which is 2,555 a person. Is that U.S. or Canadian? Because that's a pretty big tip. I think that's U.S. I think that's U.S. Pretty big tip. That's a huge tip. It's a huge tip. That's why but I said big bucks for Canucks or something. That's a huge tip. Like, yeah, it's like sometimes I question if I should leave like $10 or if I should go out and leave 11 <laughs> Well, you're not a millionaire, <laughs> so I'm glad you're not putting down that much. But like, imagine like, oh, how much should I tip? Just like $23,000. Jeez. It's not all it's not all good news though because Glenn says bad news we pick up charter tomorrow at noon. The last one. So they don't even get a break between They don't get a break. But Glenn did organize something nice. He got a restaurant to come cater mm-hmm. the yacht for them to cater dinner for them. And as we see next time these guys don't care that they have to work tomorrow. Nope. They're going to be I hungover. Love it. Gonna be hungover. Uh, preference sheet meeting? Yeah. So. Well, you skipped over Daisy talking to Ashley. And I Did you pick it up? Not really. That's why. She's I basically telling her to be better. She be said like nicer. She said you're doing good, but she said you need to work on. And then I was like, well, what does she need to work on? Her what? table her table settings no, or no, no. her personality? Her table settings are good. That's what she said. You make beautiful tables. It's more of like her personality and how she talks to the guests. I think it was, I think it was you make beautiful tables, but you're not putting the wine glass in the right place or the fork. Remember, uh, she, she yeah. was giving a lesson on this episode. It's like, yeah. no, it's this order than that than that. I'm telling you, Ashley is the one that keeps fucking up. You're right. You're right. Okay. So then preference sheet meeting, right? Gary, Daisy, Marcos, yeah. they all go. We have two new primaries, co-primaries, Laura and Matt Zimmerman from California. Yes. Also their friends, Alega and Gabe, mm-hmm. who were supposed to get married in 2020, but as canceled. so many people. As so many people. I don't think many people are getting to have their wedding on Parsifal 3, though. Very true. It's like, well, we canceled the wedding at the church, but uh, good news in 2022, Parsifal 3 is available. But they are. They're going to renew their vows, or not renew their vows. They're going to get married on Parsifal 3. Nice. And not just that. They're not going to tender in a justice of the peace or a pastor or whomever. They're going to have Captain Glenn marry them. Well, that's the thing. We all thought that captains can just marry anyone and everyone yeah, in we saw international the office, waters. saw the office once. 
But apparently that's not that easy. You still have to go to some sort of an office. The justice of the peace, yeah. 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 And so Glenn's like, yeah, I'll do it. It'll be for show, basically. You know why I don't understand? They said they wanted to get married on the beach. Why don't you get married on the boat? That would be so much nicer, so much more private. Just get on the open sea. Just have it right up there, like Titanic without the iceberg going to be beautiful why would you want to go on a beach that's a really good point and then if we're going to go along with this idea that a captain could marry you yeah i don't think they can on a beach you can have a beach wedding without getting on an expensive exactly. boat that's my point exactly uh so if you do get on an expensive boat get married on the expensive get boat. married on the expensive boat right yeah no, that's a good point right so okay day one is and i don't know if i heard this right Call Astrological in. rave. Call in if that's because that's what I heard too. Astrological rave. And I Googled it. I don't I know what that is. I think it may be like rave in the middle of the night and you watch stars. But it's during the day. It says day one. Well, maybe uh, it meant night one too because I don't have a night one activity, but day maybe. two is getting married. Or you just get high and watch the stars. Hmm. We'll, we'll find out. If I you don't guys know. don't call in before, we'll find out. So then day two is the wedding. And then. We also find out that we need a gluten-free wedding cake. And Marcos is exhausted. He's yeah. like, ugh, this to be an amazing cake with gluten-free. He says this is going to be tough. This could be the biggest challenge mm-hmm. to do it right. And so he's he's stressing over that. I'm telling you, you can't catch, he cannot catch a break. No. This guy. So the caterers show up and... Daisy goes into the kitchen to get Marcos and he's just like, I need to be alone. I, I need to be alone. But I'll tell you what. Yes, he cooks a lot. He works a lot. Minus Chuck, he always gets the most kudos. He always gets all he the puts love. The effort in. Yes, but that's what keeps you going. Like mm. when you do something right, right and someone really appreciates it, and not just me telling you, like, oh, <laughs> great job. Right. Like someone who you respect. They not that single you, don't you re- out. And yeah, they, not that you yeah. don't respect me, but like someone above us, someone out there just gives you Millionaires. the kudos. Yeah. Yeah, you you feel a certain way, and he gets this feeling all the time, and I think that's what keeps him going so yeah. much. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. But he's stressing out now. Yeah, he could, use some, he could use some kudos now. So everyone sits down for dinner, and you could see Marcos is distracted. So Daisy says, "Hey, let's grab a cigarette." She wants to check in on him, and he tells she tells Marcos, "You're incredible. Such an amazing chef. To see you like this, to see you this low." Breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. And Marcos immediately just breaks Aww, down. I was sad. It was making me emotional. Seeing seeing someone like Marcos just break down like that was making me emotional. And he goes, this is the first time this season I think I might not pull it off. He'll pull it off. And yeah, I love how serious he takes his craft mm-hmm. because at first I thought, oh, this is his friend's mom weighing on him and he's stressed about that. Yeah. No, he's stressed about not being able to deliver on this cake. One more. One more. Yeah, that's how serious he takes it. I love it. Yeah. One more charter. And one more cake. One more cake. That's this episode. It was an episode. It was a good episode. It was good. It's a good episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. Totally enjoyed it. Loved it. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at Marriage Reality Pod so that you guys can tune into the live tonight. At 9 p.m. Okay, tune in. Let's talk all things 90 Day, Below Deck, Married at First Sight. We're celebrating. Us. 
We're celebrating two years of this podcast. So tune in, Married to Reality Pod, 9 p.m. Eastern Time tonight, Wednesday night. Also, make sure you're following the podcast just in general, okay? That's, yes, guys. That's what you guys should be doing. So easy to do. Look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hard as all Marco's cooking. Mm-hmm. Because I should have said it before, and I think should've. I've said it already, but kudos, Morek, molecular <laughs> gastronomy. <laughs> So wow. good. Wowza. So good. Okay. Wowza. And thank you guys again for the reviews. Okay. Marcos gets praise from millionaires. We get reviews from you. It It is the same to us. It, do, it, it is. It is the same to us. So please, if you haven't left a review. It's the same feeling. It is the same feeling. It's, it is what I was talking about. Yeah. That's one of those feelings when you guys leave us a review. It, it makes us feel certain way. It makes us feel valued. Like, yes. we're, like we're doing something But no, you good. get like this good feeling when you do something right. Yeah. Because we question ourselves all the time, right? All the time. Because yeah. we're, we're having fun with this. And sometimes we're like, did we go too far? Did we say something yeah. stupid? And then you, when you guys leave us beautiful messages on Instagram and as reviews and on Facebook, we freaking love it. Yeah. So thank Email. you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. That is it. I've said it all. Have you said it all? Absolutely. All. all right. Come hang out with us tonight, Wednesday night, nine o'clock on the live at Meritreality Pod on Instagram. We'll talk to you then. Until then, bye bye.